Hello all you gorgeous travel lovers out there. We are back with yet another interesting podcast and this is your host Shruti. Well, I'm super excited to talk to our today's guest, Carrie Carpenter. She documents her travel sagas on her blog which is carebearabroad.com and she is a big travel addict with no need of an intervention and we are not even going to intervene because her travel stories are so amazing that you would love them. So let's just get a little bit more inspiration from her and let's just talk to her. Hey Carrie. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am good. So how are the things going back there? Uh things are wonderful. I'm currently back in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um and I am in Georgia. Okay. So before we start on to anything, let me just ask you one question. What's the story behind the name Care Bear? <laughs> well, I get this question quite a bit. I'm um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my name being Carrie, um, Care Bear was a nickname that was given to me uh, when I was younger. There was a, a cartoon or a TV show when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and it was called The Care Bears. And um, my mom decided to, she initially started to call me Carrie Bear, and then it kind of changed to Care Bear uh, once I started becoming addicted to this TV show. So I had my bedding, my everything I owned had to do with Care Bears the TV show. So that is where the name came from and it sort of just stuck uh, as I continued to get older and older and all of my friends started calling me Care Bear. So sometimes I don't even hear my name Carrie, it's just immediately Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so actually that TV show should have taken you as an ambassador. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have. They should. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, uh, let's talk about travel now. Uh, Carrie, tell me, what does travel mean to you and how has it affected your life? Well, uh, traveling to me, to be honest, is my biggest passion. Um, that It has taught me more than any classroom has ever taught me. Um, the last two years of living abroad and traveling the world, um, I feel like I, I got real life experience. And it's funny, I like to tell people that... Um, it, it, I've been getting my master's degree in the world of international business because of everything that I've come across while living abroad. So it's one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my life and I definitely do not regret it. Well, looking at your blog and all your travel stories and your YouTube channel, I am sure you do not regret it. So um, we all have that one memorable trip where which we cannot forget like ever because traveling gives us a lot of stories to talk about. I know out of all your stories and so many travel tips it will be a little difficult to choose one but can you choose one for our listeners and just narrate it to them maybe yeah um wow (laughs) like you said it's very difficult (laughs) to choose um because there's so many different memories that I have and it's all just different experiences and where you're at that point in your life or that moment um that really makes something really memorable but if I was going to say maybe the the biggest life altering or sort of life changing trip I think that might be uh one of the most memorable and that was last summer I took a trip um to Turkey for two weeks. I was in Egypt for a week and in Israel and Palestine for a couple days. And um, the reason why that trip was so memorable is it just really opened my eyes to um, a whole nother world that maybe I had been ignorant to before and I just didn't really understand or know a lot about. And it was also during um, the period of Ramadan. And so traveling through these Middle Eastern countries and European and Asian countries, I guess, 
for Turkey through um, through this time period. It really, really was so amazing. And the hospitality that I received from um, the people in these countries was just beyond my expectations. So that was pretty memorable. Wow, that's lovely. So did you go alone there? Um, I actually went with uh, another friend and we were on a travel group. So there was about 30 of us in Turkey, about seven of us in Egypt. And then in Israel and Palestine, it was uh, just myself and uh, one other person. So, Whoa, like 30 people and seven people. That's quite a group. It must have been crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a, a travel group called Top Deck Travel, which oh. I'm a huge believer in. And I, I really like uh, that travel company. Awesome. Awesome. So do you travel solo, Carrie? Uh, I do travel solo. Um, um, so I really, really encourage traveling solo. And I know I get a lot of questions um, from people or reaching out saying, like, is it safe or be careful? And the reason why I like traveling solo so much is I feel really safe because you're really, you're more cautious, you're more aware, you're more, um, you pay attention to your surroundings a little bit more than you would if you were with other people. And um, everything you do is up to you. Um, you don't have anyone else to influence your decision. Where should we go to eat? Or what should we do today? Or how do I get here? It's just you figuring everything out. And the best part is actually when stuff goes wrong. So maybe um, there was a time where I was in Germany. I was trying to get uh, hike this mountain and I got lost. And I was getting off the bus station and I'm completely by myself. I'm about to break down and cry. And um, I, I figure it out and I get to where I need to be. And th I think overcoming those, those problems that you face is the proudest moments that you have. So I come back from trips like that that maybe things didn't go perfect, but I, you know, I, I made it work and you feel so proud of yourself, to be honest, to, to have done something and figured something out all on your own. And sometimes I, I would come back and be like, man, if I can do that on my own, then I can conquer the world if I wanted to. <laughs> That's so true. And when you travel solo, you don't actually have an option, you see. So you like try to do it on your own and just get it done with Exactly. You have no other option but to rely on yourself. So yeah. I think it's a very good uh, teaching experience or yeah, learning confidence experience. Confidence booster as well. So, yeah, absolutely. So which places would you suggest our listeners for a solo trip? Wow. Um, I would say a, really anywhere in Europe uh, is, is a great place. But try to pick those locations where there's a lots of other um, travelers. So places, I would say um, anywhere in like Munich, Berlin, Prague is actually a wonderful city to um, travel solo. Um, yeah, anywhere in sort of the Western European countries, Italy, Germany, France, Spain, Prague, you'll, you're going to have um, a great time. Well, that is awesome. Now, since you mentioned Prague twice, I know you have a special connection with the place. <laughs> so you've been there for two years. You had lived there for two years, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so how was it? And just tell us everything about it. Yeah. Well, Prague is a is a wonderful city, and it had uh, it's been my home base for the last two years um, while I was traveling around. Um, for me, Prague uh, it, it's centrally located in Europe, so it's a great location to have sort of that home base that I did. It's a cheaper European country, so keep that in mind. It's um, not on the Euros. It's on something called the Karuna, but we call it the Crown. And so everything's a lot cheaper, so it's a better to live there. Cheaper to live, cheaper to live there. And um, 
as an American, I could get a visa properly and legally and uh, create sort of my own business, which is what I did there, uh, teaching English. And um, Prague as a city, though, I guess it has wonderful architecture. And it's one of those cities that when you're walking the streets, you just feel alive. And it just something about the city, there's a famous quote that says, like, Prague kind of draws its claws on you and it never lets you go. Um, and it's so true because it's just once you're there, it just hooks you in and you just can't leave. <laughs> well, Prague definitely has its claws in you because you're still not out of it. You're still in love with the place. Absolutely. Even though I'm back home in the States, Prague will always uh, hold a very special place in my heart. And uh, I still consider it a home away from home. Fantastic. Now, talking about your travel journeys... Where was your recent travel tip? Okay, I was actually uh, in Africa, mm-hmm. all over. Uh, I went to South Africa, um, Cape Town, Johannesburg, and Kruger National Park. I went to Tanzania and to the island of Zanzibar. I went to Zimbabwe and Zambia, and uh, Victoria Falls is one of the natural wonders of the world, and it lies sort of on the border of Zambia and Zimbabwe, so I was in both of those countries, and I guess going back to your question earlier from one of the most memorable trips, this one um, was also one of the most epic trips that I've ever been on, and the things that I saw that I really never it exceeded my expectations. It was it was an amazing, amazing trip. And I just fell in love with Africa and South Africa and Cape Town and everywhere I went. I, it was just amazing. Well, I'm sure this is memorable because, you know, listening to the places that you've been to, it seems like you've been all over Africa. Yeah, I, I feel like um, Africa is... It wasn't really a place that was high on, let's say, that travel bucket list, uh-huh. um, except for South Africa going on a safari. That That's always been uh, a dream of mine, and, and I got to check that off <laughs> um, in August, and it was, like I said, I've said this a lot, but it just far exceeded my expectations, and I, it was just incredible. If every, If anyone ever has the opportunity to do it, Please, please do it. Was the perfect time to do the safari thing or was it Africa? Um, well, their seasons are a little, there are, I guess, a little opposite from, let's say, the United States or kind of Western Europe. Um, I would say August, September would be a really great time. They say that for the national park that August is a really good time to see a lot of the animals um, because the weather is the, the best time for them to sort of come out. So, um so maybe August, the time I went, I would I would say is the best time. So well, guys, you're listening to that. So you know where to plan your trip in August. Well, moving on. Um, you know, when we plan a trip to a particular place, we usually think about a particular thing. Like if a particular place has beaches and good food in it, I would not even think about it and just book my ticket to that place. So what is that one thing about a place that makes you like, you know, not even think and just go and book it and just go there? Oh, that's my girl because you just said food and beach. I'm there. So let's Yay! just book my ticket. <laughs> let's do it together now. Uh, let's go. Um, I think the best thing for me is mm-hmm. uh, I really like uh, a place that has really good food um, that attracts me. I'm, I'm a big foodie. I love to eat. Beaches, obviously, that's great. Uh, but it depends on, I really like places that are unique and um, maybe kind of off the beaten path. 
So places that you might not think to go. Everyone's going to go to, you know, Paris and to see the Eiffel Tower. And everyone's going to go to London and uh, do these mainstream touristy things, which are fantastic. I mean, I, I everyone should see these things. But now that I've sort of traveled a little bit more, I really like something that's unique, has good food, and sort of off the beaten path a bit. And I'm not going to complain about a beach. <laughs> so let's do one thing. Let's plan the thing after this podcast and let's do another podcast where we'll just tell people about the beach and the food that we went there. Oh, like, you know? you, uh, that sounds perfect. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, well, um, we're talking about booking tickets and we're talking about tickets, basically. And for tickets, we require money. I mean, that's the thing every traveler has to think twice about, like how much I'm spending, if, even if I'm spending, like, you know, if I'm spending correctly, if I'm spending more and nobody wants to spend unnecessary money. I so wish everything was free. The world would have been so much fun and not yes. to mention even <laughs> hypothetical because nothing is free. <laughs> so coming back uh, to the real world where we require money to buy tickets and manage accommodation. How do you manage the money part of the story? Um, that's a really good question. And and I feel like it's it's kind of hard to answer because my opinion, I feel like there's really no true science to it because everyone's situation is different as far as money and how they want to travel and how they um, want to have their experience. Some people want to have lots of money to be able to do everything they can do on that trip. And some people prefer to do it, live, you know, stay at a really cheap hostel and eat at a grocery store food and not eat out. So you really have to decide first of all, what type of trip that you want. And then from there, base your, your money and your budget um, from there. So maybe some traveling tips that I would suggest is figuring out what style of travel you want to do. Do you want to go the cheap route or do you want to enjoy yourself and not have to worry about it? And to be honest, um, I've, I read tons of travel blogs before I started traveling to sort of learn how to do it. And what they all say is true. You just really have to sacrifice and prioritize your current everyday life to be able to to take this trip. You would be really shocked at not going out to eat, um, not having that Starbucks cup of coffee, and not doing those small everyday things that you might do. Let's say for six months to a year, not do them. You would be shocked at how much money you can actually save. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, and I guess, like I said, going back to not really having a true science, it really just depends on your job and your financial background to be able um, to, to get these trips or to take these trips. But just being smart, saving your money and prioritizing that travel destination that you really want to go to and make it your number one priority. And you'd be surprised at uh, the money that you could actually save. And one last thing, and I'll say this quickly, there are some really great credit cards that you can get um, to sort of play with points. And so a lot of uh, my traveling and a lot of my airline tickets are from um, these points that I receive from using my card. And then the other thing is in Europe, um, uh, this is kind of funny, this weekend my sister handed me $80 to take uh, my niece somewhere and uh, to play at a playground and go eat and have kind of a Saturday afternoon. And in my head, I immediately thought, $80, that's a ticket to Italy and back. So in Europe... Flights are very cheap, uh, cheaper than you might think. So 
it's just kind of changing your outlook or your brain to to think differently fantastic so guys prioritize save and you won't even regret a minute of traveling with that saved money okay so moving on um carry when we travel we have this opportunity of meeting new people because that's one advantage of traveling you get to meet so many amazing people so do you have any such story where you met the most interesting stranger sort of well um the most interesting stranger i've met well to be honest there's again quite a bit um and this is i guess i've been to 57 countries at this point so i've met a lot of interesting people um but i guess the one that's sort of sticking out in my head is most recently in africa um i had an airbnb host and they were just beyond hospitable i'd never met them before didn't know them and they offered to pick me up from the airport uh i came we we got to their apartment um they live there so it was one of the airbnbs where you just uh rent a room um so they currently live there they wanted to cook dinner for us uh my friend has a gluten-free allergy that we had told her about uh in our messaging before we landed and she had went out and got her gluten-free snacks that she could eat. She cooked an amazing lamb curry and uh we drank wine and we had this amazing dinner um after a long flight and had the best conversation about traveling and we sort of exchanged our stories and stayed up really late just talking and mind you, you know, 10 hours before this I never had even met this person and now I'm in their home staying in their home they're cooking dinner for me and it was just one of those really incredible uh stories which is why I really love and highly highly suggest using Airbnb. Oh that is so sweet. I mean you know I had the privilege to talk with two of the Airbnb hosts who like who have their places or apartments in Mumbai. Anushka and Natasha I mean they were my guest on the show and they were so sweet and so warm I think it's something with the Airbnb thing you know They're Yeah like, so sweet It really is and, and actually um this can kind of go back to ask or answering money questions and how do you manage it but I actually because I love Airbnb so much I became a host uh while I was living in Prague and I met some really interesting people as well that would come and stay with me and I feel like it's just a really great community for like-minded people and when you surround yourself with like-minded people it really encourages you or inspires you to um be more open open and be more receptive to um to the world absolutely i couldn't agree more and to be honest even checkin story is a huge airbnb fan few of our team members when while they are on their trips and tours we use a lot of airbnb Good. yeah yeah it's great i love it <laughs> we love it too Woo, okay so on our beach trip that we're going to plan after this we, we will stay, stay we in an airbnb, airbnb. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, okay. we'll stay in an airbnb home cool <laughs> so moving on uh, let us talk about your blog the carebearabroad.com so and also your youtube channel so how do you manage all these like you know when you're traveling so heavy and then you have time to write or shoot a video and then put it up and all so how do you do it do you have any tips for our listeners who want to do it yeah um well my sort of creative outlet as far as uh kind of inspiring or or telling other people to kind of get out there and see the world is i really like creating videos so i use my creativity and um through instagram and through uh youtube and making or taking pictures and making videos so for me personally um that's my way because i feel like it really takes you there and it makes you feel like 
uh, or I, I hope that that's what I do is to, to, to make someone feel like they're there in the moment. And I'm sort of taking them along with me. So you might not be there, but when you see this picture or you see this video, you feel like you're there or you feel like you really want to book your next trip there. So for me, I prefer that style over, uh, over writing. And that's just because that's my personal um, preference. So I'm working on the writing bit a little bit more and, and trying to get better at it um, because I, I understand that a lot of people prefer that and prefer reading because it's a good reference point um, to go back and, and read something or have something written down. So working on that. But um, yeah, I, I just think my, uh, I guess my personal creative way is through pictures and videoing well your videos are amazing and that makes me tell you that your writing also would be great i mean <laughs> the stuff that you've written in your blog is amazing so i'm sure you'll be good at it all the best you'll do fine oh great <laughs> right. thank you <laughs> that's cool so moving on uh, I would like to tell our listeners out there that we had the opportunity to meet Carrie at Tibex events in Sweden that was held recently and the gang had so much fun. So Carrie, just tell us how was it meeting the Check and Story team and just going to the event in all? All right. Well, Tibex is a it's something I'd heard a, about through other travel bloggers and I didn't really know that much about it and I didn't really know what to expect, but it was such an amazing experience and for any anyone that's listening that might be interested in becoming a travel blogger or doing something like this I would highly highly recommend attending one of these whether you're a beginner or you've already started a blog it was fantastic and it was really nice to put faces to these people that I had seen through social media through Facebook and Instagram and um, people that you had met online virtually but never actually met in person and um, seeing them was really cool and and the event was fantastic you uh got to sit through i guess you could kind of call it like seminars uh where experienced bloggers or videoers or um people in the travel industry would uh kind of inspire you and i really went just with an open mind looking for inspiration and that's definitely what i found so it was it was a really incredible incredible trip and to be around peers that um you know are like-minded and also kind of doing the same thing and you can bounce ideas off of each other. It was fantastic. And then of course, meeting the check-in story team there um, was fantastic. And we had a great time exchanging some stories and yeah, it was, it was really, really a wonderful, wonderful event. Oh, that's amazing. So uh, we had so many speakers there at Tibex. Which one was your favorite? Um, my favorite was probably the Vaga brothers. They are kind of a YouTube brother team and they've been traveling, uh, for quite some time. They kind of have a really cool story. Um, but I really enjoy watching their YouTube videos. So they did a, a presentation about sort of social media and using YouTube and Facebook live videos and Snapchat and things like that. So, um, that was really helpful for me as, as using video and these social media outlets like Snapchat and, uh, Facebook Live and and YouTube is is my way of uh, doing things. It, it was really really cool. So I, I kind of felt like a dork because I had been watching them for so long, and I was like, "Yeah, I watched the Bagger Brothers. How cool is this?" <laughs> so you had like your fan moment. Yeah, I definitely had my my dork fan out moment. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Carrie, so uh, would you like to give a last message for our listeners out there? Yes, I would love to. Um, I really think that it's important for us to understand other cultures and other places in the world to really appreciate maybe what we have um, or what you don't have 
and to really learn about um, the world. It really opens your mind and makes you become more vulnerable. And to me, that's the best learning experience you can have. And a really good friend of mine um, had once told me, uh, you know, keep an open mind, Carrie. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's just different. And that really stuck with me. And ever since then, that's sort of been my motto through my traveling is to not go somewhere, go to a new place and think, well, that, they're doing it wrong. Why are they doing it that way? It's just, it's not wrong. It's not right. My way is not right. Their way is not right or wrong. It's just different. And I think really understanding that and accepting that and um, learning from that is really my my advice for anyone that's wanting to travel. It's keep an open mind and and be open for learning. Well, that was fantastic. And, 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 before I give a parting note to our listeners, I would like to tell all of them that Carrie does handstands at all the places that she goes. So, Carrie, tell us what's the trick behind it or what's the secret <laughs> behind it? Yeah, well, to be honest, there's... I guess the reason why I started doing it is um, my prior job before leaving, I worked at a gym and I'd always been, uh, you know, like outdoor activities and being active and living kind of a healthy lifestyle. And handstands was always something that uh, when I was doing yoga, I was really working on and I was trying to perfect it. So when I started traveling, I was like, well, this can, it kind of just became my little signature travel move is every new country I went to, I had to do a handstand in that country and try to be, get creative with it um, to kind of help myself or teach myself. And um, that's kind of where it came from. So it was just me trying to kind of have that signature to, to have me stand out and be a little different um, from everyone and to do something unique. And that was what I chose, doing a handstand. <laughs> oh, well, that's definitely different and unique, handstands. I mean, who would have thought of that? Yeah, so. I found a, a hashtag that was like handstands around the world. So I always <laughs> <laughs> go through and look through inspiration. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Thank you, Carrie. It was so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much. Yes, it was wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to, um, to be talking with you today. And the story behind check-in story is I think really amazing I love what you guys are doing and to really create a community and build a community with storytellers um, through travel stories is one of the best inspirations I could sit and listen to someone telling a travel story for hours and so I think this community is a great channel and a great outlet to sort of experience that and hear other stories from around the world Whoa, thank you so much for those words you're welcome <laughs> Well, that was our lovely guest, Carrie Carpenter. If you want to know more about her, you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram. You can even check out her blog, carebearabroad.com, and also some of her amazing video blogs on her channel on YouTube. I'll put all the links in the show notes below. That's all for today's show. This is your host, Shruti, signing off. I'll be back again with more fun episodes. Till then, don't keep that trip bending. Don't be lazy. Just plan it out with your friends and family or whoever you're going with. And just go on the trip or even alone. And if you want more inspiration, do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud.